I'm Crystal Keating, and this is the Johnny and Friends Ministry Podcast. Each week, we're bringing you real conversations about disability and finding hope through hardship and sharing practical ways that you can include people living with disability in your church and community. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or find us at johnnyandfriends.org slash podcast. We have a special guest on the podcast today as we're joined by Stephanie Magnus, who at the age of 22 was diagnosed with Friedrich's ataxia, or FA, which is a rare debilitating neuromuscular disorder. Although Stephanie's transition to life with a degenerative disease has not been easy, she has learned to lean on her supportive community and has found her strength in trusting the Lord that He is good and sovereign. Welcome, Stephanie. It is an honor to have you on the show today. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to talk to you, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation. So I wanted to just start with your childhood. I'd love to hear, what was life like growing up? I mean, was disability ever on your radar? Was it something you thought about? No, not really. There were signs, but it was not until I was diagnosed that you actually would look back and be like, oh, okay, that's what that was. But I mean, it wasn't ever a thought. I don't, I don't think that for most people, you go through life thinking, huh, I think I'm going to end up in a wheelchair, you know? So when you had symptoms as a young girl and things that you were exploring, you weren't thinking, I wonder what life's going to be like at 20 or 30 or 40. So before the diagnosis, I was just a really clumsy kid. I mean, that wasn't anything to be like, oh, a disease. I was just clumsy. Right. It was pretty normal. I did dance, and I'm sure I wasn't like the star ballerina or anything. But a typical childhood in that you were active and involved. Until about 12, everything seemed to be okay. And then when I was 12, it's when I got scoliosis. Diagnosis and everything was like dominoes from that. So it sounds like you went through maybe some years of misdiagnosis after the discovery of scoliosis in seventh grade. How was your life changing at that time, especially as a teenager? For every teenager, right? You go through a really weird time. So obviously a lot of change. I think for me, the hardest thing was I just didn't want to deal with it. You know, like I wanted to be like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Be a kid and have fun and go to high school and be cool. You know? Right. Make friends, do well in school, yeah. figure out what you want to yeah. do in life. Yeah. I mean, I think it was doing fine with but I always felt like I had something to hide you know 
And like looking back, I'm like, I always think, oh, I really wish that maybe I had not felt like that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it would have been a little bit easier mm-hmm. for me if I wasn't like worried about what everyone else was going to think. Mm-hmm. But again, I mean, I'm sure that being a teenager, it's like that anyway, right? You're always like worried about what everyone else is going to think. <laughs> I mean, that was my experience. Of, yeah, right. That's that's something that as teenagers, at least I right. wrestled with, whether yeah. it's how we dress or what we look like or who likes us or if we're good at something. And there's a freedom that's found when you can let that go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really wish I had let that go a long time ago, but maybe that helped me me who I am now. That's true, especially I know that you are a a strong, faith-filled Christian. How do you live in that freedom of not being worried about what people think at this point in your life? Well, I mean, that's obviously still a struggle for everyone. I don't think anyone's like totally secure. But I know for me, I think it just really helps to know that I am only the vessel and God the is vessel. me. And even though I'm broken, I can still be used. That's right. Even though you feel broken, God uses the things that are weak to demonstrate right. His strength. The things that the world would not look upon, but He uses, I mean, Johnny always says that, her broken body is used to demonstrate the power and healing presence of God. Thank goodness for that. Yes. Thank goodness <laughs> for that. That's hope. Yeah. That's hope. Well, you know, we talked about you as a teenager, and then 10 years later, genetic testing confirmed Friedrich's ataxia at 22 years right. old, which right. is a progressive disease. And because Friedrich's ataxia is degenerative. You've also had to make some of those transitions, even as a young woman. Are you using a wheelchair right now? I am, yeah. How did you make the transition from walking to needing a walker in a wheelchair? Looking back again, maybe I wish I had done things a little bit differently, but maybe not because it made me who I am. So... It was really hard, and I'm very stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) And again, like when you're early 20s, like a wheelchair, like really, I thought, oh my gosh, that will be it. My life will be over Mm. forever. I was like really stubborn about it, and I stumbled around a lot. I tried to use a walker a couple times, only because I was kind of made to, and I really like it. Not only was it embarrassing, but I felt like I was probably at the point where it was past that, and I actually needed a wheelchair. Mm. I mean, it was really obvious. I think I always 
trying to like downplay it mm-hmm. or hide my symptoms, you know, high and locked. And I'm sure I was not hiding it at all. I'm sure it was very obvious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one of my friends bought me a wheelchair because I think she probably knew I was gonna make that choice. Mm. I needed someone else to for me. So even though you may not have felt ready to go there, your friend anticipated that you might need it. And it sounds like your friends are the ones that helped you to make that transition. Yeah, definitely. And that meant so much because that was such a hard choice to make. Obviously, it was inevitable. I had to make it. Mm -hmm. But now it's kind of like turned a story that I would not have liked into something better. A gift that I did not want, but I needed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the wheelchair can be described as a prison or the thing that sets you free, that keeps you moving and able to connect. So, so many life principles could be taken from that very thing. You know, I just think about how important community is just in someone anticipating your needs and especially having Christian friends who can come alongside and point us to Christ in our hardships. The loving support you had from friends reminds me of how Johnny's friends came around her following her accident. Stephanie, what advice would you give to someone who is making a similar transition? Number one, be kind to yourself because um, it's really difficult, but it's not the worst thing. Because like you said, like it's actually freeing. And I did feel that. You know, it's like something that you resist for so long and then you kind of like accept it and you're like oh I should have been okay with this a while ago and it would have been easier so I, I think I would say be kind to yourself and you know that it's totally okay and that you know it'll probably enhance your life in ways that you wouldn't think That's good advice. Be kind to yourself and to learn to accept the helps and supports that are available for you. Right. Because it could enhance your life. That's great advice. Well, Stephanie, you've shared that as Friedrich's ataxia's progressive communication has also become more challenging. And I just want you to know how much we appreciate your sacrifice to join us on the podcast today. Thank you. And, you know, hopefully... I said something that will resonate with you. I'm sure you did. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. If you've been inspired, please send me a message or leave a five-star review on your favorite app. That's a great way to help other people find encouragement from these conversations. And to get our next episode automatically, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
I'm Crystal Keating, and thank you for listening to the Johnny and Friends Ministry Podcast.